and welcome in to another episode of the West Life Podcast. We are sponsored by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashfield League's best place to watch the game live and loud on this Sunday, our first road game of the year. So if you don't have a ticket, you're not heading out to Belmore, head to West Ashfield. We can suffer together and watch the boys. Hopefully, who knows, maybe a miracle on Sunday. They get it all together, but... Uh, uh, yeah, head to West Ashfield on Sunday to watch the Tigers v the Doggies. And at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter, please give us a follow on there. And a nice selfie of us three from the weekend on the on the Instagram, boys. We, it was obviously pre-game because we're smiling. Well, Rob's not smiling in it uh, in the photo. As and I had a nice smile because it was pre-game and our hearts hadn't been broken yet. But uh, give us a follow on there. Support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife. And shout out to the half a century people watching right now on YouTube. Love you all. Thank you. Hit like, subscribe, turn notifications on. Thank you very much. Um, fellas, another loss to break down, a vent pod. I think I said maybe two weeks ago, Look, we, let's not resort to event pod, but literally we had so many people messaging, uh, DMing us, tagging us, and just saying we want event pod, we want event pod, and so many people saying they'd like to come on. So we've got a few people, a few guests. Um, yeah, later in the show we'll get through our little tidbits of the show, and then yeah, bring up the the back end of the show with uh, your your thoughts coming in. So I will send out for those uh, that put their name down on the 10 to 1 form and I send them an email to be ready for your email. So I'll send you an email soon with the link to jump in. And as I said in the email, um, it's yeah first in, first serve. So um, yeah, we'll get to that later on. I'll put Rob Bashar on ice. A lot of DMs as well saying they want him to uh, to let rip. We'll let you... I'll... Uh, I'll, uh, I'll make the audience wait a little bit. I'll go to As first. As you're sitting with Rob and I on Sunday and just in utter disbelief. At, it was like deja vu, wasn't it? Yeah, g'day, Josh. G'day, Rob. G'day, listeners. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, like, they had Kalen Bonger go down HIA in the first or in the second minute or whenever it was, and it seemed like all of the cards were falling our way for it to be a strong performance, a strong win. Um, we'll get obviously more into the stats later, but you can't win a game making 18 errors and have like having 10 more sets than your opposition and making 18 errors. So it was an absolute disaster from the word go. Um, yeah, other than a few dodgy ref calls, it was it was all us just letting ourselves down. Righto, Rob Ashara, that's what the people want. We, we yeah, we sat together. Uh, I got a podcast and I drove you home afterwards. I got a podcast myself. You were on the phone to Tripper, who we might have on the show uh, for his little rant later later on as well. Uh, yeah, righto. You've had twenty four hours to to think about it to cool down. What are your What are your thoughts, Mister Bashara? Uh, g'day, boys. It was good to sit with you both yesterday and um, mourn together after the game. Uh, hello, all the listeners. Look, I've, I'm lucky I did cool down. If we did a pod last night, I just would have mm. been dropping F and probably C words and I would have got kicked off the show. Um, <laughs> look, I, firstly, this needs to be said, okay? Everyone within that West Tigers organisation 
is trying their best. I've got absolutely no doubt about everyone with their heart in the right place. It's just a matter of who's capable and who isn't. And that goes to everyone. Like management can't wash their hands of who they've appointed as coach or coaches. Okay. Everyone means well putting Tim Sheens who hasn't coached in NRL for 12 years, 12 years and Benji and, and Robbie as assistants. Um, you know, it was a huge risk. And firstly, I'm not going to, there's no way on earth I'm going to bag two legends. Okay. In Benji and Robbie, as I've been told, Benji's pretty much the coach. Okay. And I know Robbie has, a bit to do with the coaching, but I don't think he's actually like a key decision maker. And to be brutally honest, even if I was upset with either of them, which I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm close with Robbie. Robbie, I've been in his inner sanctum. You know, he's not just a friend. I love his whole family. They've made me feel welcome. I feel a part of their extended family. You know, it, it's not my job to criticise them. And I don't think they've done anything wrong. I think Sheens has kind of told him what they want to do and how they want to be. This is the frustration for me, and I'm sure the majority of our fan base. Firstly, anyone who thought our 17 blokes didn't have a go yesterday is just pure frustrated because the effort, the physicality, how hard we ran, how hard we tackled, the commitment to everything, we tried our hardest. We, we just literally, especially in the second half, we were absolutely headless. Our red zone attack was diabolical. So I know the boys are trying and it's easy to sit from my padded cell and say, you're an idiot, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, et cetera, et cetera. I know they're trying. The, the frustration we have, forget the 12 years we haven't played finals, our, our start to the draw, Josh, was awesome. We could mm. not have dreamt Almost anything better than, than to play the 13th team from last year at home, the 14th team at home, and this week, the 12th week at Belmore. So that to, to actually, and I said to you, you know, in the pods prior to the start of the season, and, you know, not everything I say is right, but I said the first two games of the year are literally a separate season to the rest of it. If we don't win the first two games, it's over. And I hate to say it, guys, we're not making the finals. And that's 100% we're not making the finals unless the coaching staff get together and say, you know what? We, I know we love some of these players and we really want to stick with them, et cetera, et cetera. There have to be three or four designated changes this week. Not changes because Papali'i is injured or Bateman can't play or whatever. Luke Brooks did some good things yesterday, but guys, he's not a halfback. He's not our halfback. He doesn't organise. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend Luke Brooks on one thing. Maybe that, that's how he's being instructed to play now. Maybe he's being told Appies mm. to run the show. I don't know, but basically in the first half, Appy's trying his guts out. Luke Brooks is standing in Annandale, and Adam Dwayhe's standing in Five Dock. Like, they're literally, they're so far apart. We've got two or three forwards on either side of the ruck, and I don't know what's going on in the red zone, guys. We made so many mistakes. Stefano dropping a ball. We never went for a repeat set. You know, Tom Talau throws the ball out. Uh, Twally knocks the ball on. Even this whole talk about, we're going to be this magnificent attacking team. What a crock. Like, our try for um, Kapoa yesterday, guess who made the try assist? Even when he's not with us, Jackson Hastings is doing our try assist. Okay. <laughs> he tackled to Lau, and that's how the ball came out to Kapoa. And if you really want to be harsh, Naden batted the ball forward two tackles earlier on the left-hand side of the field. So we shouldn't have scored that try. And unless you're blind Freddie... 
it was good for you, Josh, because I know you had a small bet on big Steph. But Steph's try was a double movement. So we basically went 80 minutes again, you know, not scoring legitimate tries. And all we've heard from Sheens is, you know, the, the what would you call it? The spin, the bullshit spin is, you know, if we score a try off every set, we don't have to tackle. The other team won't get the ball. And just this, like, I mean, factually and technically it's true if you do that, but then you'd have a scoreline of like 160 to nil. So it doesn't work like that. But we just get spun with all this hope and belief. We made some really good off-season buys, Josh. And, you know, it's just not happening. But the, the, the hardest thing for me yesterday was the lack of composure. And mm. everyone will say, like, obviously it's not our worst performance in the sense of we had 72 put on us by the Roosters last year. We had 60-plus from Melbourne the year before. We've had so many days where we haven't even showed up and not even wanted to put our shoulder in the tackle. But what Newcastle went through yesterday makes what we did yesterday our worst loss in history. It literally is no team on earth would have lost to Newcastle except us. They lost – Adam Elliott didn't play. They lost Kurt Mann pre-game, replaced by Tyson Gamble. But as Aaron said, they lost Ponger in the first minute, who's their marquee player, their X factor, the guy that all their attack hinges around. They lost their hooker, you know, Jake Braley in the 13th minute. They had uh, Dominic Young, uh, Sinbin in the 29th minute. They lost Frizzell in the 50th minute. Jacob Saifidi gets sent off in whatever minute that was, the 65th minute. We played against a team with 12 men for 25 freaking minutes, and we lost. And I, I look at it the other way. So to make it, to, to just. The West Tigers take on the Bulldogs this Sunday at 4.05 p.m. And the best place to watch the game live and loud is at West Ashfield, who are great supporters of the West Life podcast. Here's some exciting news from our major sponsor, West Ashfield. Magpie Sports Awards makes its big return in 2023. The awards are to recognize, celebrate, and reward sporting organizations, their champions, and volunteers within the local community who can win up to $20,000 in cash prizes. Nominations close Friday, 17 March. Visit holmanbarnesgroup.com.au for more information. Holman Barnes Group, bringing people together. I just want to like our listeners to kind of think about this. Just imagine pre-game we lost Joe Offahengawi. Okay, the first minute we lose Adam Gwehi. The 13th minute we lose Appy Corusau. The 29th minute David Nofaluma gets in bin. In the 50th minute Isaiah Papaliki comes off injured. And in the 65th minute David Clemmer gets sent off. What do you think the fucking scoreline would be? It, we, and if we lost by 40, we'd say, well, look what happened to us. But with Newcastle, they won. And I am being harsh on this. I reckon if you swap halfbacks, okay, and this isn't, uh, I'm not glorifying Justin uh, Jackson Hastings. I'm not, Jackson Hastings is gone now. He's left our club. It's done. But if Jackson Hastings was in our team, we win comfortably. And if Luke Brooks had to endure what Newcastle endured, they get flogged. Okay, there's a difference. And, and they had composure. Both teams fought hard. There's no doubting that. But we were like headless chooks in the second half. How we could, we can't even create an overlap against 13. How are we going to do it against 12? So the disappointing, why, if everyone wants to know why we're losing our shit after two rounds as a fan base, it's because we thought we had three winnable games. 
we had well, first two games are at Leichhardt, and we've really got our hopes up because we bought the state of origin hooker, you know, a, a representative back rower, a former representative prop. We've got guys coming back. We've bought Bateman, who hasn't even played yet, who's who's got an ankle injury, but they're telling us it's not an ankle injury, even though we, even though the club publicly declared that he had to go for scans. Okay, what's he going for scans for if he's 100% fit? Like, this is the shit we get spun by people within the club, and we're just meant to be gullible and accept it. John Bateman's injured. As I jokingly said on Twitter a week ago, penguins from Antarctica would have acclimatised by now after three weeks. Okay, there's not this acclimatisation shit is rubbish. And if you needed match fitness, play him off the bench in New South Wales Cup for 20 minutes. Who gives a fuck about New South Wales Cup? So we're just, we just keep getting lied to, you know, year after year. And they're just taking the piss out of us as supporters. And that's why we're frustrated. I'm frustrated because I don't think we can make the eight now. So I've got to watch another 20-odd mm. rounds. And we're going to have one or two weeks where we look like a million dollars. But the reality is, if you're going to lose to the team that comes 13th and 14th, and probably we're going to lose to the team that comes 12th this week, how are you going to beat the top eight? <laughs> Or, or most of those yeah. so I think just as a collective we're frustrated and and you know I, I want to get on the team machines later I don't don't want to do it now but it's not just the stuff about the you know we'll, we'll score tries and we don't have to tackle he's told us we needed a development coach when and then we've been told we need an experienced coach and then we've got him who's not really doing the coaching and Benji who's never coached before then we get told we're three years away we've got to bring the kids in and then what are his two, like obviously Papali'i, excuse me, and uh, Coruscant were already signed. So what are his two first two signings when we're talking about junior development and getting through? We signed Clemmer, we signed Bateman. Okay, twenty nine and thirty years of age thereabouts, both of them. So there's there again, there's mixed messages. It's just the same old stuff. You know, there's more, and people will say, oh, you know, we're being too harsh. It takes time to gel. Blah blah blah. The Dolphins have won two out of two. Brand new squad. A few players are familiar with each other, but they they have no depth in their squad too. So, you know, they're winning games and we're losing games. We should be winning. So that's why we're frustrated as a, as a fan base. But, you know, for me personally, I switched off with about 20 minutes left because I said to myself, even if we get out of jail here, which I still think we could, big deal. Like they literally, everything went wrong mm. for Newcastle. Okay. And then Sheen's in the press conference, he's trying to blame a couple of ref decisions, seriously? Like, is, is he being deadly serious there to say that the refs cost us a game with everything that went wrong? Like, even the part about, oh, Appy overruled the penalty and, just, and decided to take the tap. The bunker took about 90 seconds to two minutes to decide whether he was going to get sent off or not. You had yeah. two minutes to get a clear instruction out there, go for fucking goal, we'll be six behind with a cyclone behind us in 15 minutes left. You, you put scoreboard pressure on them, you get to one score, and if the ref stupidly gives that double movement try at the end of the game, we're going to golden point. But what do we do? We decline a simple penalty goal, yet we're like, oh, shit, we just missed a 42-metre field goal to tie the game. Take the fucking two points that were offered in front of you, you idiots. So even everyone involved is making shit decisions. And why, why did Coruscant overrule the, the coaches if he really did overrule the coaches? You want to know why? Because they're being told, guys, back yourselves. Back yourselves. Sheen said our, our uh, possession rate improved yesterday. It was fucking 60%. How's that good? How's that good? 
we've got no respect for the ball. We don't we don't put repeat sets to put pressure on the teams. Mate, we just got nothing. We just got absolutely nothing. This whole thing needs to be ripped out again and, and started again because Brooks isn't the answer. You know, Sheen's also said pre-season, I want to give the young guys a, try, a go. If they do well, they're going to be rewarded. Well, you had Brandon Wakeham that's just getting tries this week after week, and he had a blinder in the trial against Canberra. You had um, Junior Tupu, who looked amazing and couldn't even get the first wing spot. We told everyone that Dane Laurie's not trying to catch bombs on the full. He's lost confidence. And look, the rest of Dane Laurie's game's pretty good, to be fair. He ran hard. He's getting a lot of metres. He's trying to back up. But he can't catch a bomb. If he can't catch a bomb, get out of first grade. So, you know, we talk a good game. We're going to reward this, reward that. What's the point of winning a New South Wales Cup if you're not going to get promoted? Like, what's Wakeham got to do? Does he need six tries this in a game? Like, we've had Luke Brooks for 10 years and two games. Nothing. It's, he, it's just not his go. And we had the opportunity to get rid of him, and Tim Sheens chose to keep him. So, it is Sheens' And, and possibly but, extend him. Well, not just that, Josh. And we and I'm look, I am blaming Sheens for that. But look, the rest of his signings were really good. Okay, but I'm blaming Sheens for the halfback issue. But when if Sheens is making all those sort of decisions, who appointed Sheens? Okay? Is it Lee? Is it Justin? Is it the whole management team? They can't wash their hands of this. Okay, because it was pretty cruel to throw Benji and Robbie in a position where if they fail, they feel like they've let us down. They've given a lot of sacrifices both both of them, in their lifestyle and probably financially, okay, to try and get us out of a hole. And it's bloody unfair to put them in this position with a bloke that hasn't coached in the NRL who, like, you look at that second half yesterday, Josh. I've been watching rugby league since I was four. I think I know a decent enough about the game. I can't comment on that style because I don't know what the fuck that was. It's mm. not. It wasn't even a style. It reminded me of mini mod where you had to pass the ball two passes before you allowed <laughs> did, the ball. Yeah. It's like fuck me. What what are we fucking doing? And if Luke Brooks runs runs sideways one more time without someone coming inside him, I think I'm just my head's going to explode. You know, it's just fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous, Josh. You know, we we've got a premiership, you know, winning coach in Sheens, and we just look like an under seven side. And they're all trying their hardest, but they're obviously following what they're being told to do. And I don't know where we go from here. And we're going to probably lose Papa Lee this week. I don't know who's coming back. I don't know who they're going to name. But if they name Brooks at seven again, seriously, they can all just, you know, go to hell, seriously. Like, I'm just not going to get emotionally attached with it anymore because what good does it do? The the club doesn't listen. Like, anyone that criticises the club is just deemed not to be a true supporter. And you even saw within the own organisation, the West Magpies chairman has been told to sit down, had his membership cancelled and gets a year suspension because how dare he question Lee and Justin Pascoe? You know, like, no, let's just keep losing. No fucking worries. Just keep blaming keep blaming every coach that you hire, even though you're the ones that hired him. You know what I mean? It's just, you can't, there's, there's common factors in what, you know, what we've done wrong in the last few years and two of those blokes are still there. But they said, yeah, we've got nothing to do with the football department. This is a business. We're financially this finance. Everything's financial to these blokes. You know, so if, if Sheens fails and if, you know, Benji fails, it's on them as well. It's not just on Sheens. They're the ones that appointed him. But anyway, look, I've gone on for seven or eight minutes too long. I want to hear what everyone else has to say and I'm happy to chime in or, or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, just 
another year. Like I did not think, like last year, I knew we had no hope and it was gut-wrenching to go through. But this year I had hope from literally Sunday week ago at six o'clock and it ended basically at six o'clock yesterday. Like I had mm. one week of hope and it's absolutely sapped out of me. Unless there's a change in the halfback, probably the fullback, you know, even, you know, I, I jumped to my feet yesterday when Naden got the ball. I thought it was Staines. I'm like, what are you doing on the left wing? Why is, why is the left winger standing three in and why is the centre standing on the wing? I, I, I don't know. And and, and Sheens tells us, oh, Bateman needs to learn these intricate plays. What intricacy is there about our football, Josh? What intricacy is he missing? The guy's a rep player. He'll probably fix our team in two minutes if his ankle's okay. Like, we have we've we needed to win these two games, and he could have had a broken ankle for six weeks. Like, we needed to get off to a good start. And I think the three of us have seen two weeks in a row, as soon as the boys are down two scores, like 10-0 or 6-0 or whatever, their heads drop. Yeah. You know? They, they, you can see they're deflated. And they're trying their guts out. Any Anyone that thinks they're not trying, it, it, of course they're trying, but there's just no... I don't know. There's just no red zone attack, guys. But I don't know what else to put it down to. You talk about hope, and uh, I see Dane on YouTube comments saying, "Why?" Like a few people saying, "Why did you have any hope of making the finals?" I don't think any of us expected to make the finals, but we thought, like you said, an easy draw coming out round one and two. Like we've burnt two home games already, and we only oh, have I'm... nine home games. We only have nine home games in Sydney this year. I'll tell you one, why I had one to I'll, I'll, one to Magic Round, one to one to Magic Round, one to Tamworth, one to New Zealand. We've got what two two out of 24, 22 games left. We've only got nine nine of those are at home in Sydney. We've burnt two of them already against two mediocre teams, as you said. So you talk about like making money. It's yeah. just we we needed this, people saying about hope. I think we said it in the previous show before round one that these two games will kind of set up for the season. And people are saying it's only round two. We can't afford going 0-2. Like, it's just... And just the momentum, too. If we had a... I know you said if we had a one yesterday, you still wouldn't have felt good. But I still think it would, would have been enough to get enough momentum and bit of confidence. Like, Perhaps. a win, a win's a win. They would go... If, if, we, if we had a one, one yesterday, scraped over the line yesterday... Like surely going into the Bulldogs game this week, you'd have a little bit of hope. But whereas right now we're zero two, the players we're we're losing Papa. So first news, the only news story I got tonight. So Papa, as you mentioned, he's got got a grade two charge. Uh, he'll get cop one week. I think the club announced that they're going to just cop the one week. So we will have no Papa for the Bulldogs this week either. Hopefully Sean Bloor is back to slot in, slot in there. But yeah, it's just well, look, Josh, the whole momentum of the season. Besides, obviously, like, I, I really think with the forwards, we, we bought really well. I, I really do think that. Besides all that, okay, look, late last year, I got really upset with the wording of the murals, okay, in the centre of excellence of Marshall and Farrah. I just thought it was like literally a seven-year-old could have done a better job, you know, honouring two legends. And I commented on something. Okay, like bagging it. And and look, I'll just be straight up. I don't think you'd mind me saying it. Uh, Robbie Farrow sent me a text because he's a good friend. He goes, Rob, you know, you're constantly being negative. You kind of need to be, you know, like a little bit more positive. So in the off-season, I kind of just cut from Twitter, 
I wasn't really getting engaged in West Tiger stuff except with you guys when we talk privately. And I, I thought about it and I thought, you know what, okay, we don't have much in the back line, but like we've got such a good forward pack that, you know, we should be able to hold our own with most teams and get going. So I held, I had a lot of hope. Then when I saw the New Zealand trial, I was just absolutely devastated, even though most of the team was out. But then when I saw the Canberra trial, I know it was only a trial, I loved how we were playing. I loved the way Wakeham and Dewey were combining. I saw forwards hitting and, and spinning and offloading. I saw a lot there and I thought, why can't we make the eight? Like, you know, we've got a good forward pack. I mean, our fullback's not the world's greatest fullback, but he knows enough how to play. The way he can set up enough tries. Brooks isn't an organiser. If, if Naden plays well in the centres, I think, I think we've got enough there. So that's why I got my hopes up. And plus looking at the draw, I thought if we get off to a good start, it's either going to be a great year or a shit year, depending on how the first two games went. So I think as a as a supporter, you've got to try and have hope. You've got to try and be positive. You know, we, we could have spoken about a lot of other stuff and be more negative the last month, and we haven't. We've, we're trying to, we've been trying to pump this team up, but, it's you know, what, what I've seen the last... I, I don't know what we're trying to do. I just don't think throwing the ball to someone who's not in a better position than you achieves anything. And all, all it actually does, it doesn't set you up for the next play. And, like, you've bought quality forwards and you're throwing it sideline to sideline. Like, play to your strengths. So I, I just don't get it. But, yeah, I'm not going to – I want to have hope. I, I want to cheer. Like, you saw me yesterday. I, fuck, I hardly screamed. I, I nearly hit the grandstand roof when we thought Twally scored. Um, but that was just because it was Twally scoring. It wasn't about thinking, oh, we're going to win now or anything like mm. that. But – but we all share the same frustrations, Josh. It's, and, you know, like I said, I was, on, I was on the phone till nearly midnight last night just replying to people that have reached out to me because, you know, I, I don't want to be rude to them. If they've reached out to me, I want to at least give them the decency of, you know, uh, a, a reply of some sort. So, But everyone's hurting, mate. Everyone's hurting. And it's just – and it's ridiculous after two weeks. But it's because, if we'd have lost to, say, Penrith and the Roosters – we'd say, no worries, we've still got a lot of winnable games left. But we've lost to two teams at home that we should have beaten. And we should be beating the one next week as well. Right. As we do the match review here, I'm going to bring in, Joel, I've seen you've been sitting there uh, waiting patiently through all that. So I'm going to bring you up now. So Joel uh, is from Grandstand Radio on the ABC. So he's an actual professional radio guy as opposed to uh us muppets that just come on and uh yeah you've got, you've got your professional gear there you sound probably sound quality uh more, more of a sound expert than i am with the issues that we've had previously but um in saying all that joel welcome to the west life podcast how are you going uh yeah very well thank you uh long time listener first time guest I appreciate nice that. Nice to be here. Thank you. Uh, and also very excited to talk about the Oscars. I'm assuming that's what we're doing here today. <laughs> the Oscars. My, my wife did mention that uh, earlier. Not, what one best picture? Nominations, Adam Dwayhe for cramps. <laughs> for cramps, yeah. yeah. We have some good acting yesterday. Yeah. Um, just, just give yourself, before we get into it, Joel, so did I say that right? So you're from the Across the Park podcast on the ABC? No, but I am. I do work for Grandstand Radio okay. uh, on the ABC. I also do a show called Across the Park, yeah, uh, which is a radio show at a different station, and okay. it's a podcast as well. But I'll take that. I'll take anything. Okay, certainly um, not professional though. Yeah. Oh well, more professional than we are. Uh, the Knights, obviously, just to reiterate, 
14-12 tries to Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Dominic Young got a double. Uh, Sue Cup for us, uh, Kepaoa Utoi Kamanu, as Rob said, I had a little bonus bet on him to score. So him getting that try, whether it's legal or not, I got a payout for that one. So at least, at least I walked it. I had a pineapple in the uh, sports sports betting account. Yeah, look, uh, literally, I'll, I'll burn that pineapple for a win, to be honest. But um, and Adam Dwayne two out of three, two out of three. He kicked yesterday. No, two from two. There was no penalty yeah. goal, was there? Yeah. Um, Joel, what are your thoughts on the game? I know Rob's hit every nook and cranny of that game pretty much uh, the first bit there, but um, what are your thoughts on the game yesterday? I, I pretty much echo a lot of what Rob said. Um, for me, when I watched the game yesterday, I had to watch from home, and I, I when... When we had all that pressure to start, um, we were putting the pressure on them, sorry, to start the game, and they ended up scoring the first try. It gave me this feeling, and I had the same feeling the week before against the Titans, that we're not going to win this game. I, I feel like it, this is 2002 all over again. We don't have the the strength to come back from any sort of score. Obviously, I was right. Um and I, I was gutted. And then I watched the whole game and I felt really down. And then at the end of the game, I jumped straight on Twitter to see when you guys were putting up your vent pod because I was like, this is, it. <laughs> this is, my, this is my turn. I'm coming on and I'm going to say stuff. And I was really upset um, <clears throat> because like my dad is the only West Tigers fan in my family. Hmm. And there's only so much texting we can do back and forth. I had to like get something off my chest and, and all that sort of stuff. And the reason other people are probably lined up today. But... Um, I was, like I said, pretty down. So my partner sat me down and she was, she, she just explained to me why it, it, it's not that bad. I mean, these guys, they went out there and they tried. There's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, Jakey got knocked out. He's putting his life on the line. Um, Tommy's got a broken nose. There's so much effort there. There really is. But for some reason, they're not gelling. And I don't know what it is, whether it's mm. they're just not ready yet. Um, it, I, I, look, I don't like to blame players, and I'm certainly not going to blame Luke Brooks for anything. He doesn't He doesn't pick himself. You know, the coaches pick him week in, week out. And, of course, they'll do it again tomorrow. But, you know, I feel bad for him because I, I think that, like you guys said, Wakeham deserves a chance. And even... Will Smith could probably have a go. Uh, I don't know so much, but he could. <coughs> and just on a side note, when he di- and he will eventually play, I'm sure. Um, you know, you could say Will Will Smith Smith as a sentence. That's just something that I've learned. <laughs> that is a sentence you can professional use. professional word spinner. <laughs> yeah, I think we've been told that um, Will Smith, because of his contract, isn't allowed to play till round eleven. That's the reason he's not going to get a go. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, he's, he- actually not not eligible but i agree he looked really sharp in the canberra trial and he can definitely play you know dummy half somewhere in the in the back line halves he, yeah he, he could be a 14 he, he, yeah he ticks a few boxes so yeah it'd be nice to yeah. have him available that's for sure so yeah i like i said i really wanted to come on here and, and vent but my mind was changed by my partner they are trying and they will gel and i, I feel like sure App, appy is an unbelievable. I think he's the best nine in the game. I think he has been for a couple of years, and that's why Penrith did so well. I just think, as fans, we have to give them a little bit more time, 
And yeah, sure, this isn't probably not going to be our year, but finishing around the bottom of the eight, 10th, 9th, I think is a success. And then that leads us into next year. And following that, I do think Benji has the pool power and we'll get a few extra players and yeah, things, things will be, things will be okay. We're going to be all right. Uh, in saying all that, let's go through some stats just to, uh, I know you're trying to bring it positive, but let's go through all the stats. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the stats the stats are positive. I mean, a lot of them are positive, similar to last week. But the big one, as we were talking about before the show, completion rates, 31 of 49. The Knights were only 30 of 39. So the Knights, we had 10 more sets than the Knights did and completed just one more. Possessions, only 52 to 40, 48. Uh as that's just that's 31 or 49 is not going to win many football games. Normally when you see um, a set count like that, 49 to 39, you'd assume p- the possession percentage would be closer to maybe about 62 to 65 um, down to 38, 35, the other direction. It's like that looks one-sided, but you can't make 18 errors and win games. That's just not going to happen. That's also how we use the ball, guys. We're we're just lacking some smarts, you know. Like the you know Dane Laurie kicked a ball into the fence on the run, you know, to allow threw a ball over the sideline that probably could have done with the delicate grubber. We we never see we never see an attacking grubber kick like you see so many teams, particularly the Cowboys, where they they you know run that what looks like a block play. They put a grubber kick through for Nanai. And they did it again the other night in the second half, and actually Brisbane did it in the first half for Cape World. There's just no, there's just not enough strings to our bow. You know, Noffa knocked the ball, knocked the ball clearly backwards yesterday in the first half. Mm. We got the ball back a couple of tackles later, but we didn't even challenge it, and it went back like literally on a 45 degree angle. Like, come on, man, you know the ball's gone backwards. Challenge it. There's just, you know, not not taking that penalty goal. There's just so many things that. We yeah. little one percenters, dumb things that we, we're just not a smart team, guys. Um, a lot of other stats, pretty even across the ten, uh, across the two sides. Offloads fourteen to three to us, so we threw the ball around. Uh, you can't can't say yeah, say that dummy passes. I didn't know they recorded that twenty four to nil in dummy passes. The Knights obviously didn't fall for them. Uh, what have we got? Kicking meters, a lot more from the Knights, 628 to 401. A couple of force dropouts to one. Kick diffusal, 100%, 67%, 40 20s. I mean, Luke Brooks, people bagging out Luke Brooks. I defended him. I tweeted out I thought he was great. I regret saying the word great. A lot of people hammered me for that. I should have said okay or um, not, as, not as bad. Yeah, I don't think it was as bad as people said. Yes, did he... He didn't have a a million dollar contract game, but I don't think he's as bad as everyone said he was. Like he made the try saving tackle when Dominic Young flicked it back into it was Frizzell when Frizzell did his ankle, so he was the one that that brought him down there. He kicked the forty twenty that got us down the other end. That was a huge play. Um, I I thought the line break he should he should have had Naden under the post like there was a, a lot of things that Luke Brooks did do right so look I'm not saying Luke Brooks Island's getting refurbished and revived but I 
I thought he was. I thought it was an okay game from Brooksy. I don't think it was a, a super bad. So we'll get into the player ratings as well. And just uh, heads up, I see we've got two. We've got two Joshes. So we're going to have three different Joshes on the show tonight, including myself. So uh, and Ben and Matt also waiting there. So we will get to you guys eventually. So um, yeah, I promise you'll you'll have your say. So but yeah, bear with us as we go on uh, through the show. Uh, any other errors? Well, oh, errors uh, as 18 to 11. Um, yeah, not good enough. 18 errors in one game. What did you say it was last week? We were talking about this off 14. air. So 32 oh, errors. 30, yeah. 32 errors in 160 minutes of football. Uh, Joel, anything? Can you see the screen? Can you see my stats up on the screen there? Is there anything I sure there can. that... Anything one there that, that sticks out for you? One thing that surprised me, I'm not sure if it's on your screen. Oh, it is. Uh, penalties conceded. Um, yeah, 10 They four. conceded a lot more 10 than 10-4, Robert Ducky. And yet, yeah. But yet, you know, couldn't pile on the points. So the attack is certainly the issue. I thought defensively they weren't too bad. Sure, they let in two tries. But the attack is just... And again, it comes from the halves and it comes from Appy, mm. but they just, they're not gelling and I'm going to say it again. It's going to take time, even though I can see people are disagreeing. I do think it'll take a little bit of time. Of course it will. Of course it, uh, we, we will be better come round 24 than we are in round two. There's no doubt about that, but we just, we won't be good enough. I. 2005 aside, like we need literally need a 2005 run to do to do anything special, I think it just it just feels like they might ramp up by the end of the year, but it'll just be too late. So, Joel, would what what position on the ladder would be a success or a decent year for you for this team? Anything but seventeenth would be nice. I think uh, around ninth, tenth, eleventh. Yeah. Anything better than what we were last year? Is going to be good, and I'm, I I don't just mean dead last. A few above that. Yeah. Okay. There are teams that we should be beating, um, and no doubt we will beat teams that we shouldn't be beating. We do it every year. Yeah. Um, but we just have to win those games that, like the last two games, we should have won. Yeah. Like Rob said. Yeah. Around ninth or tenth. Uh, as any other stats on that caught caught your eye before we move on. Uh, no, not too many. The the missed tackles, I mean, both teams were kind of even with the missed tackles. It just seems that the ones that we missed led to tries more often than not or led to potential line breaks. It was just one of those games where, like you said, and like Rob said, we had everything go our way. The Knights ended up with so many players um, either injured or off the field for extended periods of time, and we just couldn't get it done. Because I, th- I think they ended up with, what was it, one player left on the bench at full-time? And yeah. they had, yeah, one player left on the bench, like one fit player, um, and one in the, one who had been sent off. And you'd think any game manager, like any game managing half or whatever in that position would ice the game, um, like less with more than five minutes to go in the game. And we just... We just couldn't get it done. The worst part, I think, was the fact that with 12 players on the field, we couldn't find a single overlap. We tried to go expansive around them a few times, but they always had us covered. And I think that was 
watching it live, that was the most frustrating thing. That we they they were trying, I I know, and there was that switch of Charlie Staines to um, fullback for what the, probably about the last ten minutes where he looked re- really threatening, but they just it just wasn't clicking. And I I hope it clicks sooner rather than later, but I honestly feel like it's not going to happen till later. Uh, Byron asked how many tackles inside the twenty. As do you know where to find that stat as all well, at, at all? It's not. It's not in any of my screenshots here. Do you know how to find that? Can I get you on um, that? I could probably do a little bit of digging for the. Yeah, for the see moment, if you yeah. can see if you can find that because that is actually I would like to know how, what the red zone. Josh, were yes. I I, I wrote I, I just wrote down on a piece of paper like what, I I rewatched the first half. I didn't I didn't really want to put myself through the second half again. Wrote down on a piece of paper our errors in the red zone. So we had uh, Steph lose a ball. We had Talao pass the ball on the last tackle over the sideline. We had Laurie kick it out to Mary Street. Uh, <laughs> we we had, I told you about the no challenge with Noffa, but that was in our end. Uh, Papa Lee dropped a ball on the left-hand side. And then we had probably a bit of a no-look pass from uh, Appy Coruscant to Dwayne. He was a little bit behind him over his right shoulder. That that was all in the red zone. You, you're talking about our penalty count. Correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but I think we won the penalty count against Gold Coast 9-3 as well so that really just shows how bad our red zone attack is yeah. and and also gold coast lost to you know who i thought was going to get the wooden spoon in st george straight after the game quite comfortably with jacob little at hooker with, with zane musgrove so uh you know there's just with musgrove there so yeah a few of our rejects so I, you know i just think we just look really really bad at the moment like st george proved what the score should have been against the gold coast so yeah, we're, we've just got to sort out that red zone attack. And I know you're saying our defence was okay, but like the first time uh, Newcastle got into our quarter line, they scored on the right wing. as this literally just block play. And then uh, their second rower uh, scored not long later with just Jacko digging into the line and another person straightening up the attack and the hole was there and went straight through Adam Blakey. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't know where we go, guys. But we have to fix the attack, but we have to fix everything. There's just a lot to rectify. Because our defence will be worse when other teams get a better share of possession. Rob, uh, GD Tiger asked about... Uh, was there, oh, can, did that motorbike come through my mic then? It just drove past my house. Yeah. Really no. loud in my ear. Um, GD Tiger asked, uh, are we going to mention the shit about, with Tommy at the end of the game? So I'm assuming yeah, the I, interaction... I, I think we should. I think we should. Yeah, you go. You you go. Come up with a rant or something. I don't know. I didn't know what everyone else was going to mention. Okay. Okay. Look, there's there's mixed there's mixed emotions about that. Okay. Everyone's saying, you know, what do you expect? He broke his nose, and Clement was standing up for his teammate. I get all that part. Anyone who legitimately thinks that Jackson Hastings tried to break his nose is an idiot. It was a bloody accident. It happened on the field. I think, in hindsight, in in a better situation. Perhaps if they're all in the dressing room and Jacko knocks on our dressing room door and says, hey, I want to come in and apologise to Tommy, is that okay? And then they check with Tommy. That probably would have been a better way to go about it. But to react the way he did to to someone wanting to shake your hand and apologise is just absolutely bad sportsmanship and no class. And I know there's a lot of Tiger supporters that disagree with me, but I'm happy to disagree Uh, because I, I I just think it was just an absolutely poor look. And I think the way Sheen's carried on in the press conference about, oh, we're really upset, you know, he broke his nose, blah, blah, blah. Tim Sheen should know that's an accident. 
And Tim Sheen shouldn't be trying to deflect on other shit like Tom Talau's broken nose or a couple of refereeing decisions where where we blew the game ourselves. It had nothing to do with the referees. Uh, question for you, Joel. I think, I assume, going out on a limb, you're probably closer to Az's age than mine and uh, obviously Rob's age. Do you remember the Sydney Tigers, the mid-90s? Do you remember yeah, the I do. They had a bit of purple, me- didn't they? Yeah, a bit of purple stripe with yeah. the MLC phones uh, ads. How, how long, give us your, give us a quick background to Tigers supporting history. So you were Bal- Balmain previously? Yeah, I supported Balmain. I, when I was a kid, um, watched the 89 grand final. With okay, family. you're older than, okay, you're older than me then. Okay. Oh, I'm old. Yeah. You look, you look. Not, okay, Don't make me look, cry, Josh. Uh, he's, uh, he's old. I'm, I'm, uh, he actually looks way younger than me, so. Uh, Must be some sort of moisturizer or something. Screen, yeah. yeah, maybe low light or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it would have been, yeah, the late 80s, couple of grand finals there. Um, I used to sit around with my family. My grandparents would come over. We'd have, we'd take the posters out of the newspaper and didn't matter who we were supporting, we'd put them up on the wall and we'd have streamers and we'd get super excited. I didn't follow anyone, yeah. but um, Bowman played a couple of years in a row, as we know. And I was just like, I think there's, going to be my team and then just fell in love with them uh players like tim brasher uh, yeah, Wayne Pierce, you know and so i supported our main then sydney tigers west tigers always yeah Perth tigers. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> central, central coast tigers was uh richmond tigers for, for a bit there. Oh, hey. man. I love it <laughs> So, uh, MLC phones are now known as Mobile Corp, and Stephen, long-time listener from Mobile Corp, passionate Tigers fan. Uh, he can assist with anything IT-related, and they were the major sponsor of the Tigers in the mid-90s, as uh, we just were talking about. They say there's a saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have been hacked and those who will be hacked. So, what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack? Uh, Mobile Corp, they're a family-run tech company that supports the West Tigers and even was a jersey sponsor back in 2007. Mobile Corp is passionate about helping protect businesses from cyber threats through an, for an affordable cyber security solution. Go to mobilecorp.com.au. Uh, just going down to, from talking about Maine, we're talking Magpies. Now, New South Wales Cup. Uh, 31 to 18. As you saw more of this game than we did, you got there a little bit earlier. Rob and I only caught the last half hour of it, but um, the Magpies dominated again. Yeah, they did. Um, well, not really. It was a, a bit of a come from behind win. Uh, I don't remember what the halftime score was. I think it was 12 6 to the Knights, maybe? No. No, I think we led 12-10 at halftime. It was, but it was really close. They, the Knights took an early lead and they they fought their way back into it. Only just ran away with it a little bit late, um, with a few really solid plays from the number 14, James Valavatu. I think his name is there. Yep. I can't. Got a double. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brandon Wakem once again led the team exceptionally well um, from halfback. He was he was absolutely brilliant and very threatening with a lot of his touches. Uh, Kideoni Katoga, who I've heard rumours he might be off to the Bulldogs at some point, which is a little bit disappointing, was really, really good too. Someone mentioned that in the Discord. Rachel's asked that on Facebook. Has he signed 
someone said in our Discord they heard that he's signed. I, I missed that. I didn't actually open up the, that yesterday. There was so the Discord was firing off yesterday, so it was a lot to miss. So I think someone did mention something about it, but not not too sure. Rachel, we'll, we'll have to see. I guess it's something about a hundred fifty dollar uh, payout fee to take him now or something. Anything? Anyone? No, no, I'm sure no but I mean, the guy's scoring <laughs> tries left, right, and centre in in New South Wales Cup. So, what? Why would you lose him? Um, Aaron, I was just going to ask you. Do you reckon Junior Tupu should get a look in this week? I I think he I think he should. Um, there's probably going to have to be a bit of a shuffle there regarding Jake. Not def- I'd say Jake won't be playing. Um, and mm. with Papa accepting the one week suspension there. There's definitely going to have to be a bit of a shuffle. We're going to be at least two players different. It's just a matter of who goes to 14. But if yeah. um, if one of the wingers does go, or if one of the wingers slash fullbacks does go to 14, then I do think that uh, Tupo should definitely get a look in. Yeah. Um, got some concerns about Noffa, but we'll get into that when we when we talk players and ratings. Yep. Okay. Can uh, I just ask so- about Wakeham? Sorry. Yeah, go for it. So he's he obviously kicked five from five there and, and the field goal. I mean, a good goal kicker is something we the need. Fi- the field goal looked sweet as too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I just think. Yeah. Good goal it's, kicker helps. I mean, that, sure. that, that's an extra bonus, but if we're not scoring tries or not getting penalty kicks, it doesn't really matter. Mm. I just think if you see Wakeham, how he's been playing, even in the trial and what he's doing in New South Wales Cup, and you see how Luke Brooks plays, you'd think they're on the same price tag. You know, one's yeah. on one's on a tenth of the contract as, as the other. So I just give him a go, and if he and if, and if it doesn't gel straight away because they did gel in the trial, if he has a poor game, then go a different direction. But let's not get to like zero and seven, and then say you know what, it's time to bite the bullet with Brooks because we've had many years where we've had three or four blokes with a combined salary of about two or three million dollars in Reggie's. So I don't know. Like I say, I think I think Sheen's himself needs to swallow his pride and do what's best for the team and get Brooks out of halfback. He's just not a halfback. Put him in any other position you want. He's not to be in the halves. He can't control the game. We're not going to succeed with him there, but it just seems like we've got this project Brooks going on for the last 10 years, and it's, it's just not going to work. He's not going to change. I haven't seen any change from last year. Still run sideways, still can't create space. Just get rid of him. I don't, and, and he didn't do... He wasn't that bad in terms of individual efforts yesterday. But even, Josh, that, that break you're talking about where, you know, Naden was on the inside and Dominic Young mm. got skin bin. I mean, Luke Brooks got a, a ball from Papa Lee. Papa Lee actually puts him through a gap. Like, like Papa Lee's got more line break assists than Luke Brooks. So, you know, if you want to play Luke Brooks at left centre for some stupid reason, then do that. But don't put him in the halves. Uh, so the Magpies are their third now, which but they're... Two and zero with uh, man. In my eyes, I should have made this bigger. Uh, so the Jets, the Dogs, and the Warriors, Warriors. and Panthers are all on two and zero. So they're tied first. We'll call it. So uh, Cup Boys going well. So uh, in the Magpies Juniors, so Harold Matts they lost to the Knights thirty to twenty four. SG Ball had a thirty two all draw. Uh, on the table, so Magpies, Matt's there in ninth place, but they're only two points behind third. 
uh, SG Ball. They're in fourth, tied third. Uh, the Balmain side, the Harold Matthews, they got a win over the Steelers down in Wollongong, 30-28. to And then they got smacked in the SG Ball, 54-4 to by the Steelers. Uh, Harold Matts, where sixth, or Balmain is sixth, uh, tied third in terms of points. And then down with 13th in uh, SG Ball there. In the women's, uh, they lost on the buzzer. So we had a chat with their coach at Leichhardt on on Sunday, yesterday. Rob, uh, the girls, yeah, literally... Apparently they went down the blind side. We didn't went see down the game. Blind obviously. side and scored. Yeah, levels out for our uh, Balmain Harold Matts winning on the bell as well. We we won on mm. the bell against the Steelers. So yeah, yeah. you win some, you lose some. Uh, Tasha Gale they got done twenty to six. So they played at Campbelltown uh, on Saturday. Uh, Laurie Daly Cup, Andrew Johns. So Laurie Daly Cup, where. Finish Andrew John's Cup, the semi final. I think last week I said it was this weekend. There's a week off, so we're playing this coming weekend in the semi final, the MacArthur West Tigers. Uh, just before we get into the ratings, Joel, I'll, I'll let you have one last say, and I might bring uh, Josh D on. Been, so, Josh D, get you, um, get ready to come on. You can do the ratings with her, slash, have a rant of your own. Any, any final words, Joel? Just, I think we we have to we have to stick with them, um, and I know everyone will. And I know this is just about venting and and getting everything off your chest, and then it's just a game and all that sort of stuff. But we do have to stick with them. Well, you know, we're, we're people, thirty years in, so <laughs> I know, I, I know. But if people are bagging them, you know, it must be so hard for they they are trying, but they just have to work yeah. on a few things. They'll improve. They will improve. I, yeah. I agree with that. It's just it's frustrating because. We've waited a decade for improvement, so it, it, I think it, it will come. I uh, agree. Yeah, and if we do this again, I hope it's under much happier circumstances. And give you give your podcast a plug. Yeah, it's called Across the Park. It's a sports show that goes there every Friday, and it's just me and my two co-hosts laughing at our poorly timed jokes for half an hour. So uh, if you're into that sort of stuff, like us. <laughs> enjoy. And send my love to Roy and has she the ABC. I will. Heroes. I know you said hi. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. Cheers, boys. Thank you. See you, See you mate. Right, we'll bring Josh D. You were first in to the stream. Uh, Joshua, I'll bring you up after. Josh, it's a it's a, a plethora of Joshes tonight. Josh D., you there? Yeah, thank you. How are you? Thanks for uh, well, pretty good for as good as West Tigers fans can be. Yeah, I guess. Thanks for uh, waiting patiently in there and replying to uh, my email out there shouts to yeah it's cool to see people keen to come on and yeah unleash so before we get into the ratings what what do you want to get off your chest josh so really i'm not going to bag any of the players individually i believe um i'm more just really disgruntled with the management side of things at the moment same with rob same with aaron same with you josh as well um, well, as you said, Rob, it seems Benji's, you know, calling the shots this year with in the coach's box, having the headset. But what I'm kind of seeing right now is kind of a pass the parcel type, you know, attacking formation where we're, we're just waiting for a defender to slip. Maybe we'll go through, score a try, things like that. Um, but just wanted to mention, it hasn't been talked about yet. Did you guys see Tim Sheen's coming down with the headset in the last 20 minutes? 
What, what what was that about? I don't I don't understand. I think he went down to the sideline, Josh. Yeah, but that doesn't make that doesn't make sense because why is Benji you know calling the shots in the coach's box and he comes down you know with his head set acting like he's doing something? I don't really get that at, at all. Yeah, I, I could I couldn't tell you. I'd have to ask someone, but yeah, none, none of them will talk to me, mate. So, <laughs> well, you said you said earlier, Rob, that Benji's pretty much calling the shots. So, yeah, um, I don't know him and Robbie. Yeah, one of the bird's eye view. Sheens is always coached from the sideline. He's always back in two thousand five. He was yeah, always someone told me that Robbie. Someone told me that Robbie walked out of the box during the game. So I don't know what I don't know what that was about, but. Um, in terms of what Josh was saying about you know pushing passes and stuff like that, this is this is kind of like the the Benji mantra. And and look, in theory, it's really really good. It's like guys, you know, if you if you do twenty things, don't worry about your three mistakes. Think of your seventeen good things that you do. So they're encouraging to back yourself. But the problem is, I just find some of these passes are really willy nilly, and we're just not respecting the ball and and the completion rate that you know you guys mentioned earlier shows it. So. I just think we've got to find that happy balance. The problem is we're kind of experimenting in the games that, you know, we had to win. As I said, if we'd have lost to a couple of big guns, it wouldn't really hurt so much. But, um, yeah, I, I think that's the philosophy they're trying to do. But I just think it doesn't work like that. You've got to earn the right to go forward. We've, our strength is our pack. But, yeah, we've just got to be a little bit better in the red zone, maybe build a little bit more pressure with some repeat sets with a, a couple of goal line dropouts or something like that. But... Yeah, I think it's just about the coaching staff wanting to instill belief to like have a go. If you see something's on, go for it. But I think every single person's doing it. And if if you get seventeen players making one error each, well, there's seventeen errors for the game. So I think we've just got to rein it in a little bit and 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 be a bit smarter and just be a bit more direct and a bit simpler. Right for the ratings this week, let's play a game. Josh, join in. So as I go through the players. Give me a rating out of ten for this player, uh, right? Dane Laurie. As we'll go, we'll go as Rob Josh. All right, as Dane Laurie. Five. Rob. Yeah, five. Josh. Yeah, I'll give him a four. He was right. Uh, Three point six was his average this week, right? David Nofaluma as. Three. Four. Rob. Yeah, I'll Josh. give him two. Yeah. Yeah, 1.9 for Nofaluma this week. There are a few zeros in there pulling that number number down. Uh, Brent Naden, Rob? Just because of lack of involvement, I'm going to say four. As? Four. And Josh? I'll give him a five just because that support run he made on the inside. We didn't so have four... much support, support runners really, <laughs> to be honest, the, the whole game. The 4.4 4 backs, backs you guys up there. Tommy Talau, as? Four. Four. Rob. And Josh. Yeah, I'll give you three. Uh, you got 3.0 and a broken nose. Uh, fire, Ch- Charlie, not me, the, the 100 people that submitted the form. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're bang on. Uh, it's funny because a lot of people like threw in zeros, a few people get high. It always always works out. This is average. So, uh, Charlie Staines as six. Rob? No, I'm going to go four. Hmm. Josh? I'll give him a seven. 4.5. Yeah, I thought Charlie Staines... I would give him... I'd give Charlie Staines a six yesterday. I thought for... I feel sorry for him that he's not getting enough 
ball thrown out to him. But I thought... He, he, he didn't do anything good. wrong, Josh, but I just didn't... It was like, where's Wally? Like, I didn't know where he was. Yeah, yeah. He's either at fullback or three off the wing or on the wing or in the centres. I just... was like, what position are you playing, mate? It wasn't... Mm. Like, he didn't make an error from what I remember, but... Yeah, it just, just wasn't... I don't know. I don't know what that position de- he's playing. That, that defines a five for me. Like, if you don't make okay, a mistake... Yeah. Yeah. Depends. It's. I mean, it's all semantics, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Adam Dway. Adam Dwayhe as six. Rob. Apologies, Adam. I love you. Four, and I'm being generous. Josh. Yeah, I give him a three that game. Yeah, four point four. I think. Uh, yeah, I think he was. He had a shocker. I, he, yeah, he did. And, and you, you know some... what I think the problem is with Adam Josh at the moment. When we go to our left. Like we're just getting nothing out of Brooksy, no creativity, no nothing, and it seems to me that Adam feels or look at watching him, he's trying to create something off every single play he gets the ball. Yes. He's not building any pressure whatsoever. He's going for the big play, trying to do something special, either whether it's a run or a pass or a kick or whatever. He did bomb that try early in the second half, though. That was that was pretty poor. He held onto the ball for too long in a three on two. Yep, that's what I was going to say, Rob. Specifically with Dewey. Some people will say he's one of our best players, but, you know, I don't really agree with that. You know, most of the times, the way, the way Dewey is impacting the game is where he uses his big frame to run through the line, score a try for us, which is good yeah. in some cases, but the combination between him and Brooks is just not working at all. Mm. You know, flat passes, Brooks seems to be getting tackled on the fourth. Brooks it's just a lack of patience. Fourth. It's just a lack of patience, I think, Josh. Yeah. Right, eh? The elephant in the room. Luke Brooks as... Five. Rob. I don't care. I'm not giving him a score. <laughs> I don't that's not care. How this game works. Right okay. Josh uh, D. Yeah. New South Wales Cup, that's my score. <laughs> oh, Josh D. I'll, I'll give him a five. A five. He got a three point five. So he was he point like he's only point uh sorry, he's point nine less than Adam. I thought I thought Adam was worse, but uh I guess it's all on a scale. Stefano as. Just um, my my thoughts on Brooksy. Sorry, yes. um, yep. he had a he had a mediocre first half at best, but he tried his guts out in the second half. Um, he yeah, nailed okay. a forty twenty. He nailed a few other pretty decent plays. Um, I th- I feel like it's probably one of the harsher ratings, uh, like one of the harsher average ratings in your um in your survey there. But I have a feeling that's because a lot of people just already off the Brooks. Uh, the Brooks Island to begin with. So, his only defence, Aaron, is what is his actual role in the team now? Because yeah. if he's meant to be a normal halfback, he's not doing his job. If he's meant to guide the team around the park, he's not doing his job. If if that's if the keys are being given to Appy and Luke is to just chime in, then he's got. Re- then you could say he had probably a five and a half out of ten yesterday because he did do some really good individual things. But if he's trying to guide a team around or create for his outside men. He's absolutely rubbish. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are we up to? Appy, I think. Stefano. Stefano, you said. Oh, Steph. Sorry, Steph has. Five. Rob. Yeah, three. Too many drop balls. Josh? Yeah, four. Uh, he got 4.1, so you pretty much smashed that one. Uh, Appy, Coruscant, as... You could see how frustrated Appy was that there were no mm. one that there was hardly anyone backing him up um, when he's like ready to pass the ball in the in the red zone. I'll give him a six because he was clearly trying. He was very frustrated with the team. 
Mm. But because of some of that, um, some of the hospital passes came into play there. Uh, Rob? Yeah, Aaron, they were all trying, mate. I reckon they, everyone busted their guts. Um, I'm going to give Appy an eight, even though mm. even though he basically looked like a stranger around everyone else because we don't have enough football IQ around him to know how to play with him. Okay, he tried his absolute guts out, but as I said, his halves are like standing miles away from him most of the time. He tried to create something nearly on every play. He, he, he absolutely used his brain up to the max, I think. So I know it didn't gel. But in terms of his performance, I give him an eight. I thought he was excellent. Uh, Josh, did you go? I lost where. Yeah, I'll give him a seven. He was, seven. you know, as I've said, Premiership hooker. He didn't do anything wrong. He's just got players who don't know what they're doing around him. So exactly. Yeah. 4.8 is harsh for Appy to get to be under five for Appy. Yeah, I think is pretty harsh. Uh, David Clemmer, as seven. Rob. Six. And Josh? Yeah, I'll give him a five. 5.0. So, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, 5.0, I think, is about right. Uh, Isaiah Papa Leahy as... Six. Rob? Four. And Josh? Yeah, I'll give him a six. Just can I mention something on Papa Lee? Of course you can. Yeah, so specifically with you know, these new players coming into our system... I feel like we never get the best out of them, no matter what. You mm. know, I believe for Eels, he was a devastating second row, getting extremely horrid ball, you know, from Brooks, from Dewey, for instance. And I just want to know what kind of methods or tactics we're actually utilising to these guys that we're bringing in. Like, it's just mind-boggling at this point that, you know, we could probably bring in Cleary into this team and he'd be a dud. That's how I feel right now. And um, I don't know if anything's going to change. If we bring in new players, we've got the best squad. But if we still have the same halves, I don't think anything's going to change, really. Yeah, I think uh, he, he should be playing on the right. But, I mean, I guess we figured that Bateman was going to take that right-hand spot. We'll put him on the left. Uh, Tim Sheens is claiming that Isaiah Papaliti wants to play on the left. Shouldn't be up to Isaiah Papaliti. And, and he did get switched yesterday, if you noticed. Um, late in the first half, he started coming down the right-hand side. So... I think we'll get the best out of Papa Lee if we have him next to Adam Dewey because Luke Brooks isn't creating anything for him. Yeah. Um, Josh, I might move on, on to Joshua because Joshua, Ben, we've got Josh, the other Josh, uh, Ben and Matt waiting. So yeah, I might cool. might share it around a bit. Any any Anything you'd like to plug or anything, any final words? Uh, no, just tell the Tigers fans that keep in there, you know. Maybe next year is our year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep in there. Keep listening to us too. We'll we'll be there. We'll 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 be around with uh with all this content. So that's that's, that's the thing about us three is we're emotionally into the game with everything we have already. But the fact that we like we we left the ground the three of us together, just thinking like. Man, we we're sick of saying the same things. We want to talk about a win. We want to talk about good stuff. But yeah, it's uh, we'll be here. We'll, we'll <laughs> tigers for life till like till they kill us. We'll be there. <laughs> no worries. Well, thanks, right, thanks, Josh. Josh. That's it, guys. Thank you. Bye, mate. Uh, one Josh out and Joshua in. Uh, how you going, Josh? Thanks for. For waiting patiently, I notice you go by Joshua. You're you're oh, a fan mate, of the UA. I'm at this point. <laughs> the, oh, only, the only 
G'day, Joshua. Good, Joshua. G'day, Joshua. Let, let, that'll avoid confusion if we call you Joshua. Whenever I hear, see Joshua, it's either uh, my grandmother calling me that or Rachel and friends when she dated a Joshua in the Friends, for anyone who watches <laughs> watches Friends. No, typically uh, it's when it, I'm in trouble, so... Yeah, the same, my mum, when I was younger, yeah. 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 Uh, what do you, before we get, move on with the uh, the player ratings, anything you'd like to get off your chest? You had a bit of time to think about it there? It's just the same stuff again and again, really. Like, it's, it, you watch the first 10 minutes of the game, you turn, you look at your daddy, you look at your mate who obviously sit next to it's like, oh, great, it's the same thing as the Titan game. You got 10 minutes really, really well, building pressure, and then one thing goes awry, and then Newcastle around the field and scoring, and all the momentum's gone. And then you just don't have the pieces, the fit to bring together a system that focuses on ball movement because you don't have a halfback that can organise anything in 20. Like, it's just, it's the same issues that played us for a decade. And it's hard to see why. Like, I know people, like, come on and say, I don't want to single out any one player, but eventually you have to call a spade a spade because Rob, Rob alluded to it earlier. Like, it's not so much that he doesn't try, but it's more that he's not a system fit anymore. And it's clear. We sh- we saw it We saw it the week before. We saw it on Sunday. He's a ball-running halfback. And when you have a ball-running 5'8", that's a better player overall. What's the point of having a ball running seven? You need a player like, I don't know, Jackson Hastings or Jock Madden that can organize a team, that can guide him down the park. And But wait, they all play for different teams because we picked the wrong halfback. But yeah, I'm sure there's more where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to go. <laughs> I'm going back a couple of chapters in the show. Tim's reminded me, I forgot to mention Jersey Flegg. So they won 32-20 to 20, uh, at Leichhardt uh, before New South Wales Cup yesterday. So a good win for the flag side. I, yeah, I'll have to remember to add them to the slides because they started in sync with NRL, whereas the other ones started earlier. Uh, so on the ladder, where are they sitting? They're in six, so one and one, basically tied fourth. So Jersey Flag, uh, hopefully in for a better season this year. Sorry, Tim. I'll get get on to that next year. Uh, moving on with the player uh, player ratings. Where are we up to? We're up to Kepa Owa. So you're right, Josh. I'll go to you after As and Rob. So As, what did you get for Kepa? Seven. Yeah, seven. And Josh? Okay. Uh, about a five. He's still early transitioning, so can't expect too much, but he's performing well. He got the high score. He got 6.1, so he was our man of the match, according to you guys. So I I thought he was great. I've been pretty critical of him in the past, but his move to back row has been a good one. I thought, I thought, he, was, I thought he was really good yesterday. Should have had two tries. That, yeah, that one taken away from him. I know I'm not disputing the decision of um, obstruction, but I don't think, if that doesn't happen, I don't think they stop. The the, the line that he ran was so good. I, I don't think they're stopping him there. Yeah, I don't so think it was about him, Josh. I think it was about, it made a bigger hole for Adam. And yeah. um, some someone might have taken, like the, the guy that let sort of Kapoa uh, through, he, he would have stayed with Kapoa and not had to, yeah, maybe. to get Adam. 
I think it was a defensive decision, though. But I've seen a bit of a few posts about it on Facebook from disgruntled Tigers fans. It does look like he wraps his arms around twelve, but yeah, well, yeah, but you can't. We're not playing gridiron. Yeah, you You got to go through. Although we are like the Denver Broncos, we can't score fucking points. No, no, we we claim to be the Harlem Globetrotters, Joshua. We're like the Washington Generals. Okay, we're switching basketball now. Uh, (laughs) Joe off and Gowie as five. Uh, look, I'll go five. To be honest, I didn't really notice him. And Josh, that yeah, same. Yeah, we'll go five. Uh, four point four. Uh, as I missed the perfect Simpsons opportunity, then when he mentioned the Harlem Globetrotters, it's like Newcastle Knights were spinning the ball on their fingers, and we could have just taken it. Simpsons fans will get it. <laughs> uh, Jakey Simkin as purely on effort um, and putting his body on the line. Six. Rob, yeah, I'll go six, and I'll just I'll just throw a little tangent out there. Did every did all our players shake hands with Jacob Saifidi after the game? And Josh, four, just not too much in not enough minutes to make an impact. Yeah, four point one. Uh, safe off as. Uh, I didn't really get too much of a look at Seifarth, so I'm going to have to give him a five. No, I, I think I think five's fair. I mean, he didn't do. He, he tried hard, but you know, he's a bit of a headless chook. So, <laughs> he, he, you know, he had a go. He didn't do any mistakes, really. Yeah, I guess. He, chooks I mean, out red. red. He, he tried to do us a favour. He gave Brooksy a hospital pass like a minute before halftime. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> with his back. Actually, just on that play, I might rewatch today if. Brooksy, I know. I, was, I can't. You can't blame Brooksy for that one because he gets smashed yeah. literally as he yeah. gets the ball. If Seafarth, if the ball gets beyond Brooksy, it's three on one. We probably score there. It's just another play that just turned to yeah, shit but, but, because but, of the but lack this, of this is where this is where a normal halfback Josh would come in straight away. So if you go to that, if you actually go to that play, Appy went down the blind side, got tackled. Adam mm. was a dummy half. Okay, so Appy, Appy playing the ball, Adam at dummy half. Like, you've got to get into first or second re- receiver, mate. You yeah. can't just, you know, and then Adam goes blindside to Dane, who just flings his stupid long pass back to the to the left, and, and that's where, you know, it ended up leading to the hospital pass that Brooksy got. Uh, the man that should have scored a try, Alex Twole, as. I've just gone to see if I can check if the Great Wall of Twole stood, stood strong, uh, but it didn't. He missed one tackle. I'm giving him a seven. Oh, what was his tackle he, count? Uh, 46 tackles made. It was the most tackles of any player in the game. Missed one. Um, so he's missed one tackle in two games, which is pretty mm. on brand for Twole. It's just the attack isn't quite there yet, and yeah, um, he's allergic to the try line. I, I did watch and see <laughs> on replay that Frizzell knocked it out of his hands, so it's a bit yeah. unfortunate that that was the reason why he didn't score. If that doesn't happen, I think he gets it grounded. Um, you just have to tuck it. Fall over, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seven for me. Uh, Rob, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a seven. Aaron, I'll also say that he's he's developed a little bit of a step before the line now too, which is good to see. And Josh, five defensively can't fold him, but he's just outclassed. Offensively, point, he just doesn't offer. He doesn't offer much. Five point one. Uh, Brennan Chumeth to finish. I forgot to put Stafford Toa in this as well, but I don't think it would be... F- he only played, what, nine minutes or something, so probably wasn't fair to rate 
rate him in this one anyway. Uh, Brennan Tumuth as not not the best debut. A couple of drop balls um, with his first couple touches, so I'd give him a four. Rob, yeah, look, hopefully improve. He's a better player than what he showed, but yeah, I'm going to give him a three. And Josh, sticking with a four. Like, yeah. not fair to three everyone. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Three point eight. Still on go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. We're still Brandon Schumith fans for sure. Right, Josh. We'll move on to to Ben. Anything? Anything else you'd like to say before we say goodbye? To coach some structure, boys. Please just have an idea when you get to the twenty. It's not it's not asking for much, but you know, Sco- yeah, score. Score a try. Please. Do a thing. <laughs> that makes us happy, please. Do what you're paid to do. <laughs> Especially the ones that are overpaid to do it, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Heath, for coming on the show, Josh. Stay well, everyone. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, thanks, mate. No and... one's venting, Josh. This is, this is like a yeah, con- I know. constructive pod, not a vent pod. Yeah, I have to rename <laughs> it. Ben, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. We can hear you loud and clear. How are you on this Monday night? Uh, Rob wants some more anger. Have you got any anger like, like if this him? Was, if this was last night, I was spitting chips coming home, but yeah. had a day to sort of calm on it. Um, you guys have pretty much covered most of things, but I happened to watch Sheensy's, um press conference last night, and I uh, compared that with Craig Bellamy's. Sheens is all making excuses about the refs and blah, blah, blah. And Bellamy just called his players out and said, you were shit. We need to fix this up in training. It's the attitude. We expect better. We need a coach that's going to call them out for it. Last year, we heard it was Madge was the problem. Sheens is going to fix it. We went out and bought the best hooker in the comp, one of the best second rowers. We've got Bateman coming in. They look so flat, so void of ideas in that attacking 20. I was there for the flag. I was there for the New South Wales Cup. The boys looked on. First grade come out, they're just, you know, and we, we were talking about halves earlier and about experience and stuff. You watch the Dolphins on Saturday night, you got Katoa, who's 18, and you've got um, Sean O'Sullivan, who's played, um, he's played four years of reserves out at Penrith. Yeah, and they took down the Raiders. Like they came from behind, and you know, Wayne Bennett made the tough call. He said, "Milford, you're not training good enough. I don't care what you're on. You're playing for the Dolphins in Queensland Cup." So, I've said it for years since Sheen's first got sacked. We needed to throw the bank at Gus Gould, Bellamy, Bennett, someone to come in and just get some professionalism about the joint. The Dolphins are three games old. And they look world beaters. And I mean, I'm used to seeing my team play poor. I'm I'm an old magpie. I sat through 60-point beltings towards the end of the standalone and all that type of thing. But I can't see myself wanting to go to games anymore and putting the money out and all that sort of thing, like trips up to Bathurst, Melbourne, Brisbane. It just, it's really sucking the energy out of me and, you know, seems to be the monumental games like membership appreciation rounds, Tommy tributes, all that sort of thing. They just don't seem to lift, and it's just, it's disappointing. I mean, yeah, we, we, have, 
couldn't agree more. I, I don't. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't even feel like going to another game, and it's not about the effort to go to a game. I mean, I was, you know, Josh was kind enough to give me a seat in the grandstand. There, it's just, it's just, I hate feeling that upset anymore. As I've said mm. previously, I'm a massive sook. I just, I think the only way we get through this year is to desensitise and just kind of accept the worst, and then it doesn't hurt so much because. You know, we've been favourites for two weeks in a row and, and we've looked ordinary for two weeks. And, you know, I, I mean, I guess we're going to be underdogs this week, so maybe maybe there'll be a little bit less pressure. But I think the pressure's well, just going to be building and building on everyone in the organisation, you know, so... As I think it was... And, and, that, and that's Aaron's, not a happy environment to work in, you know, too. Um, I think it was Aaron said it before. We're the type of team, we're going to go down to Melbourne and beat the Storm because we're not expected to do it. We've done it for years. Yeah. Whereas as soon as Ponga went down yesterday, you know, you felt the attitude changed. Newcastle rallied. They had a leader. Hmm. We don't have a leader out there. I saw a thing on Twitter. They're a, they're a ship without a captain. We've got Appy Coruscant there. He should be given the free reigns to go there. Three grand finals in three years. He won one with Souths. He's the incumbent New South Wales hooker. He no, you're right. All valid points. I saw him leaving last night, and I wouldn't blame him if he went to his manager and said there was a stuff up with the contract. He went back. <laughs> that's just. Did anyone see? Sorry, Ben, you go. Yeah, uh, that's just sort of you know we've we've got this. I was so pumped for all the recruits like Papaliti, Clemmer, Bateman, Coruscant. It's and we've started the season exactly the same as last year. Yeah, I just think we've got to get in the grind more, Ben. We've got it. We're just like our strength is our forwards. Yep. We, you know, and, and we need a like you said, we need an organising halfback, which we don't have in Brooks. I, 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 you know, if if they can find it within themselves, like Sheens, if he can find it within himself to put his ego aside, because he's going to look like a dickhead either way. He sticks with Brooks, he looks like a dickhead, and if he puts brings wake him up everyone's going to bag him and say well mate why did you you know we could have got rid of brooks and we could have kept hastings what what are you doing like now you're dropping mm. in the reserve grade but for the betterment of the team for the betterment of the club he's got to give wake him a go and you know what wake him just had a really good game at the same ground at belmore oval three three weeks ago so well, i think i think they've got um, to bite the bullet well with wake him in that reserve grade game newcastle were on top and he just it was a run off um Oh, it was one of the forwards. He had a big run up the middle. And Wakem just took control. And from there, we scored 24 unanswered points. Yeah. It was just, it was like, why is this guy not at least playing 14? I mean, I love Jake. I love him at the club. Appy should be going near 80 minutes. I don't quite remember how what his game length was at Penrith, but you didn't notice that he was gone at Penrith. Mm. There was enough coverage there and... I don't want to compare to the Panthers, but, you know, three grand finals in a row, you've got to sort of measure against where you want to be. And Yeah, I, I think that would be the plan when he's 100% right from that calf injury. I, yeah. You know, I think that there's always going to be a bit of doubt there. So Jake was a bit of insurance on the bench. Yeah. But, like, you know, it is only round two, but, yeah, it's the performances that we've had. That trial against Canberra, as you said, I was walking around the house. I was crowing. I'm like, this is going to be a good year. <laughs> Me like, too. <laughs> what a I'm, not real, 
I'm realistic. We're not going to win lift the trophy this year, but I just want a solid show. Eighth place, you know. I'm sick of getting taunted by the kids at school. <laughs> um, are, you, are you a teacher, like, Ben? Yeah. Kids are like, oh, Mister, all through school, and your team's never made it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I I coach the uh, PWSA team. They're like, oh, we've got more wins than the Tigers, sir. And I'm like, yeah, good on you. <laughs> what what PWSA? Uh, air, I don't know if you want to say it on air or not, but I coach um, in PWSA as well. In which Green one, Valley. sorry? Okay. I coach cricket in Blacktown. Okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, but sorry, but sorry I mean, to go on a tangent in, there. But... In, so in the positives for yesterday, I I do want to praise um, Isaiah for his game. Uh, really? I don't know. If, I was a bit surprised they didn't make a mention of it. His um, nan passed on Friday, so for him to actually get out and play. Yeah, I saw someone mention of, that. Very cool. Um, right. And I saw an unfair comparison. Someone said, look, oh, he might be the next Adam Blair. Adam Blair was just... I've made many of thoughts about him being at the Tigers. Yeah. Um, talent doesn't disappear. And if he wants to maintain that Kiwis jersey, you know, that's where I've got that optimism. I'm disappointed. But blind faith, silly optimism... I'm going to support them through thick and thin, and when they come good, we're going to be the ones that are like, it was worth this. We've got a damn good team, and because I'll bring up Penrith again. Five years ago, they were lapping at the bottom of the table. They got a coach in with a vision. They got some good players in. A good junior base, yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be good to have... um... Isaiah Papali'i, you know, like you saw what he did with Mitch Moses on the right-hand side for Parramatta. And, you know, you can see the difference now with Luke Brooks. I mean, if you don't have someone giving you good service, you know, he's not Superman. Like, he's just not going to run through brick walls. He, you need someone that can ball play, and, and Isaiah's not getting the service. Yep. As any, any questions on what Ben said there before we finish off with Matt? Um, not really any questions based on what he said, but... Um... I, I spotted on Twitter last night, and I'm wondering if any of you saw it, there was a picture that someone posted that was taken with Noffa, where Noffa just, he, he was looking deadpan into yeah. the camera, deflated, yeah. dejected. Did you see that too, Rob? It was in the Discord, yeah. No, I, I, did, I didn't notice it, but I, I think the selection tomorrow is going to be really interesting because, you know, I can't have it both ways. I'd really like to see Charlie Staines at fullback, especially with Matt Burton's bombs that are going to, you know, be going in the air. But at the same time, I kind of think, you know, you got to like put like against like. If we're going to have Josh Adokar on the left wing, I kind of think, well, maybe we should be playing Staines on the right wing this week because, you know, if they put a, a chip through for Adokar, like he's just going to smoke an offer. So I don't speed. know. If, I, I, yeah, for speed. So I don't know if they swap wings or whatever, but I'm almost kind of thinking, give Laurie maybe one more week at fullback and let's put Tupu on the left wing and Charlie Staines on the right wing. That, that mm. would be, that would be like just, just, just play who you're playing against this week. Like, set your team for who you're playing against. But, yeah, I think maybe, you know, very soon Charlie Staines will be fullback. The same th- that happened to in Jersey Flag. He took his fullback jersey off him as well. So, it's not, not wouldn't be the first time that Dane Laurie's lost his one jersey to Charlie Staines. Ben, anything uh, before we 
move on to Matt. Anything else you'd like to get off your chest? Um, not really. You guys basically cover it pretty much hit the nail on the head every week. Um, as I said before, just grit our teeth, hope for the best and see how we turn it around because it's got to come at some point. It's, it's, uh, yeah, we've been <laughs> we've been saying that for a decade, but yeah, we, we, as I said um, earlier in the show, uh, we ha- we will we will be better in round twenty four than we are now. But mm-hmm. yeah, fingers crossed. Thanks, Ace, for joining the show, Ben. Thanks hey, for your patience please, coming on so Pleasure late. On. Thanks again, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Uh, and just a reminder to the. Patreon guys, we'll get to your questions on Wednesday's show. Obviously, we're running really late here. Patreon.com forward slash Westlife if you'd like to support the show there and join the Discord, which was yeah firing off uh, all weekend as well. Matty P, thank you so much, man. You've been waiting for over an hour. I, I, I yeah, it's uh, you're unlucky. Literally four of you popped in at the same time. Um, so I really appreciate you hanging on late into the evening, man. How how are you on this Monday night? I'm all right. Um, yeah, like most of you guys have covered most things, but my question is like I watched Hastings yesterday when he had Tyson Gamble servicing him and like he was pointing t- towards the corners the whole the whole game and like Gamble was arguing with him saying, no, nah, let's go this <laughs> side, let's go this side. And Hastings was like, no, go this side, go this side. And then as soon as the last player came on, they threw it out wide to Dominic Young. Dominic Young scored in the corner. He literally told him, keep going on the left, keep going on the left, and we'll pass to the right at the end, end of the set. And we and, it, and he just kept setting it up, setting it up. Like, that's what we need. And, like, my question is, like, do we – like, we lack center strike. Do we move Dewey? Like, that's my question. Do we move Dewey in the centers and then we play Wakeham at half who organizes everyone, and then Brooks plays as that free-flowing 5-8. Like, that's... Mm. That, that's that's pretty plausible. But, yeah, I mean, well, Brooks isn't going to organize anything. So, that yeah, that's one option, I suppose. I think like, Adam's too good for center, to be honest. I think I think Wakeham 7, Adam... But he can still do his better. kicks, right? Like, even if he's playing center. Yeah, I don't think Adam would like it. Yeah. But, I mean, but he's a strong runner of the ball, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, but I, I don't. I don't think Adam will be happy about that. Like, like the Canberra trial as well is how we won the game. Was we were giving early ball to everyone. Like mm. we were giving yeah. early ball to our second rowers, early ball to our centers, and like we haven't done that the first two games. Like we've we've gone through running down the middle first two games. We have not actually played the game we played against Canberra yet. And my question is like. Surely we start going, stuff it, just throw it. Like let let our let our back one do the work instead of our forwards. Let our forwards do the defense. Like we we just kept doing crash plays in in the twenty. Like yeah. Maddie, who, who was running the show that day? Because we had no Appy there either. Like we had no Appy, we had no Brooks. So obviously it was. They were playing with no structure. They were legit yeah. playing with no structure and just trying to yeah. prove a point. Mm. Yeah. Do you think Do you think Maddie being a trial, no pressure? To me, they're a team that looks nervous. The drop balls, like, and the mistakes are super simple, like schoolboy errors. They 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 literally look like the pressure got to them. Maybe the Leichhardt, the occasion, like, I don't know, something about it 
the team. They just look like they're they're just tight. They're tight. They need to kind of loosen up and, like you said, just play play free flowing footy. So maybe the trial not having the consequences. I don't know. Maybe now that they're zero and two, maybe they'll start. Yeah, uh, I feel like it, it could them, go over the way. Yeah, yeah. I feel a couple of them are walking on eggshells. Like, for example, I reckon uh, Nofaluma needs to go. Like he's he's trying, but he's just not up to first grade standard. We're paying five hundred k for nothing. Like mm. he's like I hope Mamalo's back or Tupu gets a go because if 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 Mamalo's back, he's safe under the high ball, right? Like that's going to protect us from burden. But if he's not, and we're throwing Tupu in into the deep end for that, like they're just we know what's going to happen. They're just going to bomb him wide um, with Laurie with Laurie at the back as well. It's going to be quite concerning. But like, yep. do we rush Bateman in this week? Like Sheens has said round four, but if we're missing Pali, like hello, second rower for second rower, Blore in as well. Like that's my question. Like, and Stefano hasn't even been up to. Scratch to be honest, since his first year, do we mm. play him off the bench? So he, like, we put twelve as our prop, so he kind of absorbs the impact. Yeah, I think I prefer twelve prop than lock. But what are your thoughts, as? Yeah, I don't mind that idea actually. Um, Stefano, it might be interesting to give those to swap those guys around and see if the impact shifts a little bit because. Twole, um, he really shores up that defense in the middle part of the game there when he comes off the bench. But if we've got him at the start of the game and at the end of the game, um, I think that probably works a little bit better in our favor, particularly against tired forwards. And then you make um, Stefano the the um, the bench impact player. I think that could actually work, but I don't know if they'd actually do it. Matt? They have to... like. They effectively have to like, like, Tumeth has to get another game. Like, as a, like, thinking from a coach's perspective, he made his debut, did a couple of fumbles. He has to get a game this week, and like, t- what do we lose with Twelve playing at prop? We we gain security for the first twenty minutes, which we've had already, and then Stefano might be able to actually make an impact for once and be like, hey, you're given half an hour after this game to go have an impact. If you don't have mm. an impact, you're off to Reggie's. Like, that's it. Yeah, I, I like it, Matt. But the other thing too is you you then most likely lose a second stint from Steph if you do need to score a try or create something or you know make a dent because Twalsey's not going to make a dent at the end of the game. He's just going to be Mister Steady and do your tackles. But if yeah, you got if you got to come from behind, you'd rather have Steph out there than Alex. Yeah, exactly. But you'll always have a HIA in the game anyway, so he can come on as that replacement as well. Like at the same time in the, in the second half, so. It kind of is a catch twenty two. Like you got to run the gauntlet, and if yeah. if like for example, Twal can come back on his lock and replace Joffa after fifty, yeah, and you, you're still going to get the same sort of thing. So if yeah, we're going all right, Stefano can stay on. Yeah, of course. So Stefano definitely seems like he's not running off the back fence like he was. His he's, form's down, guys. I expected yeah. massive things, and his first two games have been awful. I thought he'd be an Origin bolter. I mean, it's still early, yeah. but. Yeah, he's been pretty disappointing. And, like, people are being harsh on Clemmer, but Clemmer played, what was it, 50 straight and then played the last yeah. 15 I think as well? I think, so. I, I think Clemmer's been pretty good. He's been he's good. trying to leave. I think he played 65 the week before straight as well yeah. against mm. the Dolphins. 
he's trying yeah. to be that forward leader we haven't had for so long. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, you just need someone to go with him. Yeah, he's not yeah. the problem. No way. Uh, shout out to all our Patreon members. There's our list of all you legends in there. As I said, patreon.com forward slash Westlife if you want to join these legends in there. Uh, next show is Wednesday night. We'll preview uh, West Tigers v Bulldogs at uh, Belmore Oval. Uh, Maddie, because you were on last, I'll let you do the honours and do the, the finish. I'm assuming... You know how we finish each and every yeah. show. Before we do that, anything else you want to get off your chest? No, that's it. Uh, boys, anything else before we we go? And thank you to all, literally hundreds of you that joined us tonight. It's it's crazy. We really appreciate every one of you. Robin, as I know, we all had people at the game on Sunday stop us and say they love the show and they appreciate it. The yeah, that was really, that really, yeah, it means a lot to us because obviously we just look at each other and we we don't we see the numbers but we don't physically see you. So when you guys actually come up and say hi and thank you, then you enjoy the show, especially for a team that's so painful to watch. So we really really appreciate all of you, like you, yourself too, Matt, uh, each and every week. So uh, boys, anything else before we head off to Nine Eyes? No, I just want to echo what you said, Josh. It was great to, to all the people that came up and said hello and recognised us. I was quite flattering, but yeah, trying to get to the car, Josh, walking in front of you, like we just kept getting stopped. It was just crazy. So yeah, yeah, and and, and they've all got you know high spirits still. Like they're disappointed, but you know you can just see they're tigers for life. They're not going anywhere. So we just got to ride it together, guys, and and hopefully we come out of it. But we need we need to make some strong decisions tomorrow night with the team selection. So let's We'd- hope we. Some positives to look forward to on um, on our Wednesday pod. We deserve it's it. Funny, it's funny. It, it's funny. I've never really been recognised in public for anything, and now here I am. I'm I'm leaving footy games, or I'm at footy games, and I'm getting spotted by people who've seen me on the show here. And I'm I'm just grateful for the opportunity that this podcast has given me. And I'm at the point now where I'm just trying to look at things positive. I I was walking back to the car with um, my dad, who rarely comes to games. He came with me and my brother, sat with my brother in my member seat while I was up with you guys. Um, and he, I, he, he could just see how deflated and how down I looked. And as you boys know, I've had a pretty rough few months and I was hoping the footy season would give me a few reasons to smile. The team haven't really quite done that yet, but, um, he, he, he just kept trying to tell me it's, it's going to get better. Things will improve. And I'm just trying to hold on to that. Dad gives me some wise words every now and then. So, yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed the improvement comes sooner rather than later. But like Rob said, we need to see some changes with the team list tomorrow. Obviously, there's going to be a few forced ones. It's just a, a matter of how how brave or how risky they're going to be willing to go. That great way to finish, as love it. Uh, boys, as always, go the Tikes. Go the Tikes. Go, go the Tikes. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the Westlife Podcast.